0: So now let's jump in and get started with the podcast for today.
1: We hope you'll enjoy it.
0: Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 606 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by Lori and she writes, Hi Vidas, be sure you are sitting down to read this. Hmm. I have no objection to the study of Articulate Legato Touch for Early Music but my question is why must we use it? I understand it was the practice in the time of Bach and early music, but wasn't that true because the tracker instruments lent themselves to that sort of touch and the flat pedal boards boards, uh, could be navigated easier with all toes rather than using heels. But if we have a modern instrument that does not have jacker touch and has a concave radiating pedal board, why not lend new interpretations to these masterworks? I could give new it could give new life and new understandings to old music. I'm sure you have heard Cameron Carpenter play. I'm not always a fan, but I learned something new about the construction of the music when I listened to his interpretation. For example, here he is playing the Bach B-minor prerudine view on a modern organ, making full use of colorful registrations and expression pedals. Isn't this improvisation in its own way? What do you say? And by the way, Lori is uh, on the team of uh, people who are transcribing to these podcast conversations. So uh, she is also then a member of Total Organist community as well. So, so, what uh, comes uh, uh, to your mind when you're listening to this?
1: Well, of course, you are free to choose. You know, you live in a democratic country and you can interpret uh, music as, as, as free as you want. But if you are thinking that this is something new to play Bach legato and on a modern instrument, this is not a new way, because that ordinary touch about which Vidas and I are talking and advocating so much actually it it was sort of recreated and rediscovered only I would say 40 years ago maybe if I'm correct and it all came with uh, people like Harold Fogel who advocated you know to play the uh, baroque music on the baroque instruments and early music on the early instruments and how I see things that, you know, after you you try to play it in the ordinary touch and using only those from the pedal board, you will never go back to playing otherwise. And the advantage of what we are advocating is this. If, you know, by chance in life you will get an access to... Historic instrument you will be able to play it and if you will use only modern techniques and play Bach legato and use your heels While playing Bach, you will never be able to play on the historical instruments Because you will sit down at your organ bench and you will see that it's simple impossible Okay, let's hear what Vidas thinks about it
0: i have uh, a few things to say i think um, if Bach lived today and played those uh, mother instruments he might have written completely different kind of music right and um, not necessarily in his own baroque style he might have not been organist at all in in this day and age right it's very idiomatic to his period, that he became what he what what he became actually Um, and not even talking about Bach, but any other master from the past. So when we encounter masterpieces from those days and we try to recreate how they might have sounded today we always make um, some compromises uh, because when we are on, on a modern instrument we, we don't have those sounds available or even intervals available, the tuning system is different and, and then we're hearing a little bit different harmonies, not as pure for example, not as colorful, but then the advantage is of course to, to the modern era that you know, composers can modulate to any key they want and each key sounds exactly the same. It's it's from the col- color perspective, but it kind of uh, ties to this performance practice and, and informed performance practice. We are not advocating that you should necessarily play everything with with toes only. Um, but you should know how it's done, and then you are free to choose. Um, and not only No, but I think you could try and practice and spend some time. And when you master, let's say, one, two, three or five pieces this way, try to do an experiment and and learn something else from the same period but in legato fashion. With heels, for example, try, try your own pedaling and fingering. With finger glissandos and everything. And then go back to the to this historically informed uh, technique, the way you play it, and, and see if it sounds more convincing, you see. Um, the style of music lends itself to this kind of uh, articulations, and if you use modern pedaling, you have to think about articulations, but if you use early pedaling and fingering, then it you know, works uh, automatically, you, you can recreate it automatically, don't even think about it.
1: Well, and as I mentioned before, don't think that what Carpenter does, that this is a new thing, because, uh, you know, Marcel Dupré actually toured America many years ago during his lifetime, and he played all Bach, complete works by Bach, and I believe he played even from memory, and uh, of course he used the legato techniques and you no know, toe and heel techniques on the pedal board. So it's nothing new what you are talking about. Well, okay.
0: And um, so, so just try, try different approaches, and then choose the the one that sort of works for you in in your situation. We just don't want you to to relearn the same piece twice if you ever have the chance to play the tracker instrument uh, which was inspired by baroque techniques or an actual baroque organ if you go to some some church which has some organs in the united states have have uh, historically based um, you know organs Um, and you might have a chance to play them and what would you do then you know Would you play legato or would you try to relearn it the second time? We advocate that you don't have to relearn it, you know. You can do the the same thing the right way, uh, right away. And then it would sound uh, convincing on, on any instrument. The last thing, Osha, if we consider this, if you play... With articulation on a modern instrument, does it sound bad?
1: Well, no, it uh, doesn't sound bad. Does it
0: sound bad if you play with toes only technique on a modern pedalboard?
1: No, I have never noticed that. Uh,
0: but the way, the, uh, the other way around, if you play on a historical instrument and you play legato, does it sound less convincing?
1: Sure. Definitely.
0: You see, it's it's um, it's kind of uh, self-explanatory. Uh, this technique doesn't go both ways. Uh, you can play with articulation and with toes only on an, any instrument, not only baroque instrument. But when you go to the baroque instrument, legato technique doesn't work so much. I mean, it, there are some instances. and. and Exceptions, But then general rule is articulation, articulate like that, like string players would uh, articulate with their bows or with their tongues um, when uh, instrument players, flute, flutists, for example.
1: Yes, I think that's a very good thing you are talking.
0: All right, guys, we hope this was useful to you. Please send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. And remember, when you practice,
1: miracles happen.
0: This podcast is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online.
1: It has hundreds of courses, coaching and practice materials for every area of organ playing, thousands of instructional videos and PDFs. You will not find more value anywhere else online.
0: Total Organist helps you to master any piece, perfect your technique, develop your sight reading skills, and improvise or compose your own music, and much, much more.
1: Sign up and begin your training today at organduo.lt and click on Total Organist. And of course you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime.
0: If you like our organ music, you can also support us on Patreon and get free CDs.
1: Find out more at patreon.com slash secrets of organ playing.